We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC in Ultimo for another COVID-safe edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover, and please welcome this week's panel, Tommy Dean, Gary Eck, and Mandy Nolan. Thank you to all the people who've uh, suggested topics for the Wheel of Death, too. We'll get to that in a tick. But in these times of the COVID lockdown, a scented candle company has created a range called the Sense of Normality, the Sense of Normality, which promised to fill your house with the smell of a local pub, a music festival, this is true, or a trip to the cinema, all the things people might be missing. What other scented candles could go on offer to capture the activities we are missing out on and what mix of smells would each include Gary Eck? Mm. Well, I haven't caught public transport for a while, so I think... Uh, the, <laughs> Odor bus. Yeah, scent of Sydney public transport. Um, Containing what odours? Well, I mean, the scent is delayed for 10 minutes, and then it's another 20 minutes, and then the fragrance <laughs> doesn't turn up at all. And then three smells arrive at once. Yeah, three, yeah, that's right. And then there's an announcement, the, you know, the candle will be, uh, is delayed for fragrance and flame maintenance. Um, <laughs> Kind of, and then there's, I guess the peak hour. I mean, peak hour traffic isn't like it used to be. Uh, so I sent the, the, the scent, yeah. the scent of peak hour traffic. Yeah. And the, I mean, the candle just burns really slowly. It's just so slowly. And then when you look at it, the candle actually gets longer. Yeah. And then there's and four. It other, and it beeps at you if you don't beeps, move. And then yeah. four other candles come in and from it nowhere. Flickers, wanting like to it's get turn left, but it never does. It never does. It never does. does. Yeah, it's so annoying. I hate that candle. <laughs> All right, then it cuts you off. <laughs> That's right. It cuts you off, and there's other candles trying to get in between you. It's, uh, it's oh, crazy. There's a candle from Queensland. <laughs> 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 They're all stuck behind the. Public transport candle. Yeah. <laughs> the bus candle. The bus. <laughs> Block it up the lane. Uh, what, well, the scent of a plane? I think that'd be nice. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it comes in chicken or beef. <laughs> You've got a couple to choose from well, there. You can have both. Yeah. That's an amazing plane. <laughs> I don't know about the scent of it. There's one there on that website. And by the way, these candles cost $90, 45 yeah, yeah. pounds. Yeah, yeah. It's like the scent of being ripped off. <laughs> you must well put your hand on the flame and get burnt straight away. I mean, yeah. It's ridiculous. But this, they've got one there, the scent of a pub, basically. Which is, I don't know, that doesn't kind of sound that appealing. Yeah, they've got, they've got British beer, because these are British candles, so they've got, yeah. the, they've got the, the, the British, you know, beer, mm. and then they've got the sort of smell of sweat, yeah. <laughs> and then the smell of the sort of beef wellington be, being made in the Urinals kitchen. actually says this, the, they've combined oh. urinal in it as well. Because oh. you know pubs smell differently at night when you're in the pub to that, you know, morning pub? You never walk past the morning. Well, that's the stale, the stale beer, isn't mm. it? Yeah, stale people, stale beer, lost dreams and hope. <laughs> yeah, that next morning. So you, you're going to have two candles: one pub at nine pm at night, other pub at seven am in the yeah, morning. Seven am pub. Like, I thought you'd have a candle for like the smell of you could have the smell of hope, mm-hmm. um, a joy candle. Mm-hmm. Just burn that because that's kind of gone as well. The fun. I mm. thought the smell of um, standing up because we're not allowed to stand up in public anymore. What? 
You know, what kind of social distancing are you doing? But now you're not allowed to stand up. Have you not been to a pub and they make oh, you sit down? Oh, in the pub, down? you have to sit, sit down. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sitting down in the pub. Yeah. Mm. Standing up, it's not allowed. And the smell of Does quiet, the standing quiet. up have a smell? <laughs> <laughs> it does if you put your arms up and wave at the same time. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe it would. Yeah. And choirs, like the smell of a choir yeah, yeah. coming yeah. in. Because you can't, you, know, you can't listen to them, nor can you smell them. Mm. You know, which is probably one of the good things of the COVID lockdown. Not hearing a choir or, <laughs> or smelling one? I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I disagree. I grew up in a choir household. Uh, my mom was in the church choir and all of her sisters sang in the church choir. And there is a, there is a severe smell of, <laughs> of acid and lavender. And, lavender and it all, it's like 18. When you mix 18 old ladies' perfumes together, it blends oh. together in a funk that That's no pungent. hymnal can overcome. <laughs> That would be a great candle, Tommy. Hymnal number five. <laughs> Midwest, 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 Midwest church group. Psalms. This is the smell of psalms. Yeah. Be good. Uh, I'm looking forward to summer. I think the, the one that I want is uh, for normalcy, because I think it'll be a, another industry that's hard hit if this carries on, is the water park. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, grew up in water parks and you, it was like the survival. This is like wet and wild world, wet that sort of thing. wild yeah. world. Yeah. We, it was called Big Surf in the middle of the desert that I hung out in as a kid. And just all that, that, that perfect blend. Uh, it could be a day at the beach, almost the same, really, because it's all the same kind of smell. Except the, the, the water park has that heavy baseline of chlorine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, with that high note of, of sunscreen. sunscreen. And then that beautiful sort of all-around fragrance of hot chips and salt. Mm. <laughs> that, that's a smell. That's a yeah. smell, isn't it? Yeah, like is a real and then on the, be- and on the Australian beach, maybe a bit of surf wax as well. Be surf yeah. wax. And, oh, oh, you know, we could have separate going with abstracts, mm. uh, that smell of actually getting a park. Ah, near the beach. Satisfaction. That's satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> what? All we have yeah. to do is get out of the car and we're there. Yeah. Apparently, all perfumes um, use their base note has a little bit of um, feces in it. Is that right? Apparently. Did you make yeah. that up? <laughs> well, it's just my perfume. <laughs> Last time I used French. No, it's actually true. The best perfume has it's the base note of the perfume is a tiny bit of feces. But this is okay. a, your, your top level French stuff, is it? Yeah, well, it has to have I've, a little bit I've of heard that, Like I thought it was, um, what's it, I think it's called Gris. Gris, Gris. From the whale. From the whale. From the whale. That's whale, that's whale oh, that's sperm, isn't it? Yeah, that's but I thought that was like you. the base note. I thought the base note was just like weird whale puke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think you can alternate between whale puke and a little bit. Because people might <laughs> That's true. There's the no reason you should smell the same every day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> let's, put out, let's put out seven cents. <laughs> Sunday to Saturday. <laughs> We'll call tonight where, thank God it's Friday, it's the smell of somewhat fun. I know. Actually, the other part, of, the other part seriously, the other part of uh, su- uh, summer at the beach is that t- there's a tarmac smell of really heated, ah. heated mm. Australian tarmac. You know, it, it has this particular... It, that's just, an amazing... I always thought yeah. It's a lovely smell, actually. A men's aftershave, which I think would be... Because men's aftershaves, like, smell terrible. But if you had one that smelled like hot, wet road... Mm. Which is kind oh, of that steam, steam coming steamy, mm. sexy yeah. smell of what, rain. what are you wearing tonight, Steve? <laughs> mm. Fresh cut grass and a little bit of hot, wet road. <laughs> <laughs> it's attractive, isn't it? Uh, Tommy Dean, Gary Eck and Mandy Nolan are here. Now, Michelle Obama spoke this week to the National Democratic Convent, uh, Conference and she admitted that unlike her husband, she wasn't that interested in politics. So what's the thing that your partner is really into that you just don't get, like Michelle Obama. What do you reckon, Mandy? 
Oh, my husband's a real fan of um, r- coloured bamboo socks, right, really bad socks. Mm-hmm. Like they're the ugliest socks and you kind of go, it's the kind of socks that could end a marriage. Mm. Like when he puts them on and I went, wow, you clearly don't want to know me on and any is it, other Is level. it the fact that the fabric is bamboo is a problem or no, just the bright colours? No, no, it's the bright colour. It's, it's the whole sock. Is it, the, is it the pandas that follow him around? Uh, just does that get annoying? Get out of here, Chinese right. burn. He just, he just loves, like, I just don't, and he, he keeps buying me bamboo, these ugly socks, and I went, I can't, I can't do the socks. So that's one thing. I'm, uh, he's really into not using the credit card, and that's something I don't, I'm not in. I like why, why, why? He likes cash. No, he just doesn't like me to be spending on the credit card, oh, and I do get. Okay. He, yeah, he yeah. does. Did you spend on the, like the credit card? You know that that's definitely. You ever bamboozle him by buying bamboo socks with a credit, credit card? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I love it, but I hate oh, it. Oh, that's bam- bamboozle. That's yeah, nice. Okay. That's yeah. a nice mm. double entente of the bamboozle. But also, he's, he keeps. The, um, he's really into keeping kind of you know nostalgic mementos that I keep throwing out, like. I was going through all this stuff while he was out, and <laughs> as you do, because you know, and he had this plastic um, Coke bottle, and it was empty, and he found it in the trash, and he goes, you know, because I don't hang on to anything like that. I don't, I don't know why he had it, and he said that was the Coke bottle I drank water out of when I was on my kind of five day. You know, he goes up rivers, mm-hmm. you know, sort of white water rapiding with his mate. Glenn or whatever his name was, and that's what we drank out of. So I went, well, just keep the photos, keep the memory, don't keep the do you think he's a, Do you think he's a little bit in love with Glenn? He might yeah. be a little. He's... I think after those five days mm. um, going up the rapids. So that's definitely something I'm not I'm That not is a bit weird, in. isn't it, mm. keeping the empty Coke bottle? as a. Well, yeah, it was, mm. it was clearly a big moment where they shed water together mm. um, <laughs> while they're in the water. It also, <laughs> seems quite, yeah. it also seems quite daring to leave the house for that extended period of time, knowing that when he comes back, most of his stuff will be gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, I know. And certainly search <laughs> through. <laughs> I know, I do. I do an audit, so there's a lot of stuff. That, that does actually happen. Um, I'm not into budgeting either, which he really loves doing. Mm. Well, he's, part he's, of the not he's, using the credit. Well, he's card. got a budget to keep up with your credit. Um, Gary, yeah. like Michelle Obama, are there things about mm. your partner you just don't get? Yeah, when my wife goes to sleep, it's quite a ritual. Now it's almost like she's getting ready to hibernate for the season. <laughs> like she literally like wears like a, an eye mask, like this massive eye mask. It's really thick. Doesn't no light can get in, no light can get out. And then she puts in earplugs. Do you think she thinks you've got wow. COVID? Well, the thing, well, I don't know. I just, I, I, it's hard not to take it as an insult where you've got earplugs and eye shades. You don't want to see me. You don't want to mm. hear me. If she puts nose plugs in, you'll know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's you. Run, it's so Gary. You. Run. But then now she's been. Uh, well, she, the bears put plugs did, everywhere. Yeah. You know? yeah. Does because she build gonna... a wall out of cushions? She does now that I think about it. Yeah, it's really high food. Wait a minute. I'm in a different room completely now and a different house. Wait a minute. We got divorced last week. Um, no, this but, is a Donald Trump of marriage. This this one, you know, uh, she's been listening to uh, a meditation tape as well. Not a tape, like uh, by Sarah Edelman. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, she's she, great, yeah. She comes on your show. And she, for 15 years, my wife goes to bed listening to Sarah Edelman. Yeah. And it's like, and I hear it through the little, you know, earpiece. And, you know, sit, lie down, yeah. relax. Let yourself go. Oh, yeah. and it's I like pretend, heroin, pre- isn't it, those things? Pretend you've got that. a better husband. 
<laughs> well, the thing is, Richard, years ago we were driving along and you didn't have I the, heard you, you Sarah didn't Edelman. You didn't have it on, did you? No, I heard it was on Richard's program. And oh. I didn't know who Sarah Edelman was. And then mm-hmm. I just heard the voice. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was on your show. And I went, oh, my God, that's Sarah Edelman. That's her voice. Did, that's you, her. did you pass out at the wheel? Well, no. My, I looked to my wife who had fallen asleep. <laughs> and, um, and she was driving, which was the scary yeah. part. Wouldn't it be hard, though? I always thought I heard her, too. I thought it would be really hard to do what she does seriously. Because I just, I just can't. I couldn't. Like, I'd be, if I tried to, if I was hired to make one of those tapes. <laughs> All right, everybody, it's time to relax. I want you to breathe in. Breathe out. I'm pretty sure you locked the back door downstairs. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about no it. No one's coming in. Yeah. There's no one coming up the stairs right now. Mm. Did you hear something? Did I you? think I did. I think I... It's, just, it's a nice sound. Tommy, Focus you've got the, the best voice for doing that. <laughs> oh, you could really... I'm, I'm sure... I'm, I'm the jokes out of it. I'm sure you, I'm sure you <laughs> turned the iron off. That's right. You're just about to go to sleep and... Wait, I've got so much more to say. Don't go to sleep yet. <laughs> Wake up, wake up. Yeah. Right. How would... dare you fall asleep? Well, I'm talking! <laughs> and so does it keep you... So you're lying, you're lying next to all this palaver. Yeah. Is it, does it keep you awake? No, the wall like... and, the, and the tape and the... No, I go, straight, I go to sleep straight away. It's like, boom, I'm yeah. gone. But I hear... This is the last thing I hear is, and now release the <laughs> it's, And it's tiny. It's like it's this faint sort of... Yeah. And release the <laughs> Kind of what I'm hearing. It's kind of annoying. And now... Contact your divorce lawyer. <laughs> That's right. You will give up yeah. two thirds of the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, when my when I think when I sleep, my wife puts the earphones in my ears, and that's when I. <laughs> and you will do everything Wait. for your wife. Do you snore? Do you snore, in the morning. Gary? Is that part of this? No. What? I don't, I don't. Well, actually. why has she got the earmuffs and the goggles and the... Well, there must be some reason. She's in some sort of sensory <laughs> deprivation thing. Like, oh, no, wait a minute. Admit it, Gary. You can't sleep with the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me. You listen to my tape. There's not a monster under the bed. <laughs> and it got to you. I'm scared. Well, the thing... Tommy, do you know the things about your partner you just don't get, like Michelle Obama? Yes, I totally do not get her absolute dedication to gardening. She loves gardening like Australia, like the ABC. There's too much gardening. Hmm. So much gardening that we... So is, is Costa her uh, Her spirit animal. <laughs> it's her spirit animal. She sometimes asks me, why don't you have a beard like him? Uh. <laughs> it's, it's, and, and, and oh, I, by the way, the secret is dynamic lifter. It's so much dynamic lifter. That is a, that is a <laughs> candle that burns in my house every spring. <laughs> so much unbagged chicken poo in the garage. <laughs> Dynamically and, and soil, I have no and, and, and azaleas and anyway, the, she, we started with a house and now we have a two-story bush. <laughs> is what we have. She has completely surrounded our house in vine systems that I no longer can navigate. Uh, it, I, I sometimes don't see the children for days. Right, <laughs> sounds like you need a machete. And, she, and, 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 and it's not moving fast enough for her. The plants outside are not eating the house fast enough, so she has brought plants to the inside. To help from both sides now. You should get a machete, cut down some of the things, make some socks. That would be so good. I, and I could sell them at to my husband. high rates. <laughs> but it's the, I'll buy them out so he doesn't wear them. So she's gotten, she wants to cut plants and like, like we say, we have to save the seed bump from the red capsicum because she saw a video where you can take capsicum oh, and, right. and then. Just, I love that she's watching the gardening shows, which is like, it's like her pornography, isn't it? It's garden porn. And then she's, actually doing it like i don't know anyone that actually watches stuff and actually goes and does it like she's mm. 
It's like cooking shows. You don't go and cook something straight away. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just yeah, a watch. Right into it. You know, soil pots and, and little things. Yeah, and I had a terrible moment. Where normally, you know, it's one of those things that as a husband, you accept. It's what she does. I have my things that I do that she doesn't like. That's, so it's trade-offs. Like sitting on the couch like doing nothing. Like sitting on the couch doing nothing. And that is exactly <laughs> my point. I will sit here. And you know who else just sits here? That plant. <laughs> that plant. I am growing at the same rate it is. <laughs> I don't have gnats. Your plant has gnats. Now I've got to go get some sort of hydrogen peroxide. I didn't even know that was a thing to kill inside that gnats. But I accidentally bumped one off the bookshelf, and then and then that, it's, it was literally like I dropped the baby. She was you know, working from really? home. She's sitting in at the computer, and she heard it go, and I went, oh, no. She goes, don't touch it. Just step away. <laughs> step away from the dolphin nose. <laughs> it's just a bit of green and dirt. Oh, well, that is not a thing to say. Get back. And when I, when I came back to that spot, she not only like repotted it, then she built like a book wall around it so I couldn't possibly knock it off again. And I thought I'll show her. Oh, I can knock stuff off. Again. <laughs> I think that'll stop me. <laughs> but can't the marriage though reunite over the fact that she grows vegetables and you're a very good cook, so you could cook the vegetables that <laughs> she grows? I told her. If we grow, if we grew something that made sense, her big fascination is succulents and ground cover. And there are not a lot of salads that call for that. <laughs> well, I mean, we tried once with the neighbors we don't like, but what's that ground cover salad? <laughs> you ever heard of ever heard of poke salad, Annie? It's kind of like that, only worse. Oh yeah, Tony Joe White. <laughs> now you're talking. On oh, thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's. Thank God it's. We have Tommy Dean, Gary Eck, and Mandy Nolan. Wheel of Death coming up in just a second. Tommy's going to take it on today. But uh, first, scientists in the UK have proved that honey is much more effective in dealing with coughs and colds than all the modern medicines on offer. What are the home remedies that you've tried, either as a kid or as an adult, and do any of them work? Tommy Dean. We were big on the honey. I was surprised that my grandmother was right about that. <laughs> she had to be right about one thing. Yeah, a few things in there. But she, the honey was a big one, but she always mixed it with a splash of whiskey. Even for kids? Yeah, because it's the same as coffee. That's what cough syrup is, basically. It's like a really sweet syrup with an alcohol base. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so it's just a touch of whiskey was the, I think that sharpened it up. Um, and, and my, my... Don't, don't follow this advice, young parents. <laughs> No, it was just a tiny bit. It's, it's fair enough. I mean, grandfather, of course, he, he never stopped coughing, apparently, from what I could tell. <laughs> always trying to get a serve. <laughs> Bring it in here, woman. <laughs> <laughs> serve it up. <laughs> she used to be fond of, uh, do you, I don't know, if, uh, do you have, uh, uh, can we use the term? I, suppose, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to call it. Vapor rub? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, she was big on the vapor rub and mm. steam. For mm. anything that the honey and whiskey wouldn't shift, so you, you know you get your chest coated in mm. vapor rub. Oh, there's, there's nothing that that can't fix. Yeah, or or it just makes everything else seem yeah, pale in comparison to the hell of a fire on your chest. <laughs> if you want to strip paint, it's very good. <laughs> really, it is quite so it's good, strong. Yeah. Oh man, but then, then over water, so you humidify mm. by a towel Steaming over a out. steam kettle mm. while your chest blew up into your face and burned out your nostrils. The chest is a big thing, though, because that's where all the poultices go. Have you ever done a poultice? Yeah, that was what you call it. Yeah, but you put potato, because I live where I live, in Mullumbimby, right? Hmm. You oh. have to do this. This is mainstream medicine, like the potato <laughs> poultice, and now we're doing sweet potato poultice. What? <laughs> it's a low-carb poultice, and that's, to, that's actually to draw out any kind of infection. I've also put half an onion on the kids' ears for earache, where it's apparently the vapours. 
are supposed are supposed to work. These are medical techniques from well, the medieval times. Yeah, and if you ever had a headache, you get a pencil. Right, and you you kind of chew on it really hard, and apparently the actual thing of your teeth biting into the pencil helps. When the kids were little, I used to get garlic and put it in their socks <laughs> on their feet. Can someone ring docs? Absorb it. <laughs> then when I go, because I'm oh, I'm always into this. When I I'm get seasick, so when I'm on cruises, I heard that you tape an aspirin to your belly button. You tape an aspirin to your belly button. <laughs> yeah, but it worked. I don't know. It was just because of the humiliation. And well, then, it was sticky tape. Yeah, like you have to take it. You keep your belly button taped the entire time we were at sea, right? That With an aspirin inside. An aspirin in your actual navel. But wh- who told you that one? <laughs> I don't know. I just heard about it and I gave it a crack. <laughs> and it seemed to be working. There's no science in any of this. Um, and also something I heard on the ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago was a natural contraception is lemon juice um, as a douche. Mm. Just squeeze it in the guy's yeah. eyes or something. <laughs> 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 That's the ultimate douche. No, I tried it and I, I said to my husband, what do you think? And he goes, oh. Yeah. So you tried it. How, how many children have you um, got? Five. I've seen the lemon. The other version of the lemon is you chop just the, the, like the, the tip off and then insert that sort of like a, like a dam. Right, that would work really well. That's a great like version. Like a sponge mm. sort of yeah. idea. And the mm. idea is that the acidity of the lemon kills the mm. invaders. This is getting a little bit too vivid. Um, <laughs> no, my point is, with summer compete. coming, lemonade is a bright and refreshing yeah. drink. And microdosing a little bit of mushrooms. That's very popular where You've I live. You've got it all. I can't compete yeah. with that. But well, the only thing my mind... Malambimbi medicine. I, I, can, I can give you something Malambimbi if M-M. you want. Something. The other yeah, thing is... something is what happens. A yeah. little bit of turmeric suppository for a, oh, um, yeah. instead of a spray tan. Great. So it we just should it permeates through. I don't know if it works yet. What? what? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what Trump's on. Mate, there's a lot of smoking going on in Malavindi, I know. Oh, well, yeah, well, if, you, if, you use enough, if you use enough sweet potato poultice, you'll have a nice hand going in. <laughs> well, it kind of heats up. You've got, you've got like a nice little salad. Yeah. Who needs modern medicine, really? Uh, get, Gary, even... do, do any of these things work, do you think? Oh, well, I'm, I'm not going to try any of Mandy's suggestions, that's for certain. But my mum's, like whenever something's, you know, you've got a cold or you've got something, it's it's always manuka honey. That's like the, oh, the, the bees. The New Zealand thing, yeah. It's And it's expensive. Like you go to... Audi, you know, you go to Audi and it's got that glass cabinet mm. which they lock mm-hmm. and it's for their like special possessions. Like, you know, people they're quite happy for someone to obviously take a whippersnipper or you know, <laughs> not the or a, a small truck or whatever they're, yeah. they're selling, but not the manuka honey, it's locked in that cabinet. And it's, it's, and it's, I don't know what it, I don't, I don't even know if it's actually effective, but I think your brain goes, yeah. you know what, you're spending so much money on this, I'm going to get rid of whatever <laughs> it is you've got mm. and it's going to be, it's going to work. And we amazing. didn't discuss the one that you barracked for. A while back, and that was the banana bunion. Yeah, wow. that works. Does Putting it? banana bunions. Yeah. If you've got warts on your hand, you get a banana and you tape it, a bit like your aspirin, you tape it to the wart and it falls off after three days. Is that true? Yeah, it is. I love Have you that. Done that. The better way, or, the, well, there's two methods. I tested them. I had a wart on both hands, right? So I tested them scientific, scientific methods. So I had the banana thing on one side, and the other I used the, the traditional Irish cure, which is that you Punch get someone. So, you know, you go out and. <laughs> no. Oh, you go out into the backyard and you wash, you get a bowl, right? And you wash your hands in moonlight. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. And it, go, and it goes away too. Like in, in like the actual moonlight. You, you, mush, you oh. wash your hands in moonlight. There used to be some weird ones too for worms in children. Mm-hmm. One was light, 
like you, oh to get them. To well, you had at night. I just remember once waking up. You never scratched your bum at my grandmother's house. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Do not touch your bum. Was, Two a.m. Yeah, and I, I remember waking up. Was it like, and I could feel something. And was, she had the torch out, looking because apparently they went towards yeah. the light. Mm. And sometimes she'd hold a stake. That's the one. Stake on a fork. Stake on a fork. What my grandmother did. As she would dose you up with castor oil the night yeah. before, because that would make them want to run. Oh, yeah, it was, it was And then on. get you with steak on a fork, which, by the way, she never served for dinner. Nothing but ground meat at the table, but the good steak for the ass worms. You put that with the potato poultice, so you got. Retort <laughs> <laughs> meal. No, no, you got a casserole. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Oh dear, Tommy Jean, Gary Eck and Mandy Nolan are here. It's time for the Wheel of Death, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this week, if I just pull it, oh gosh, here we go. Uh, this week's topics are babies, ducks, wombats, accents, fleas, compost, shopping trolley, wind, a splitting, tyres, Bain-Marie, gravitational pull, Brussels sprouts, and sorcerers. Mm. Which one's full of fear, Tommy? I'm going to go with splitting because I'm not quite sure. Is that a fear were... one? That's, well, it's just it's a weird descriptor. Well, I guess you could, have, you could have a splitting of a wood, of a, of I mean, a log, action. or you could have a splitting. Else is a thing, and that's like a thing that gets done to things. Okay, but what about groups that split up? Like the person who goes to the party and splits the, you know. S- splitting headache. Spl- splitting headache? Yeah. I'm not saying splitting. there can't be stuff no. done with yeah, them. Right. It just shocks right, me. We'll it's, s- the, it's a weirder kind of we'll word on see, the wheel. We'll see what comes up. Round and round and round it goes where it stops. No one knows today's topic for Mr. Tommy Dean is compost. Mm, also, I don't want to be rude, but you spelled tires totally wrong. Sorry. T-I-R-E-S. Jeez, get with the English, Australia. <laughs> uh, the topic is compost. Okay, here's my favorite thing, and I don't, I'm, I'm already nervous looking at Mandy because I'm assuming you have split-level compost. Yeah. Because I'm assuming compost <laughs> isn't as simple as I think it is, which is stuff you didn't quite eat. <laughs> in that bucket. And here's the worst thing, because I know that good comp, like, and you would think, you would think, and I don't want to uh, out my wife here, you would think that given her gardening passion, mm-hmm. uh, we would have a lot of compost working, uh, but it never, we... It she used, should have a worm hotel. We used to have a worm hotel, and now it looks like Baltimore, <laughs> if you're familiar with the wire. It's a rundown tenant housing, <laughs> six-story worm hotel that is turned. Eventually, it was the roaches gentrified it, and then it grew out. An avocado pit blew out everything, and now it's just a sad plastic shell of what you, used you, to be. I don't know where you, the worms are. You got to get the kids. You got to get the worms out of the kids <laughs> and into the compost. Get back in there. <laughs> then we used to have one of those big green tumblers, the compost tumbler, mm. and then and then. That and then it quit. It the axle broke, and then it was just a big green bucket. <laughs> so there's nothing left to do with that. So that was no good. And then we have uh, now. Here's what I keep, and this is I feel terrible to admit this out loud. I keep an ice cream bucket next to the sink yeah, yeah. that has a handful of carrot peels and potato skins, and it's mm-hmm. only there because our when our hippie neighbor next door comes over <laughs> to visit. She sees it. It's a fake. Is it's it? just a fake. It's just got enough carrot filigreed over the top. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> that's that's shameful. It's shameful because but I, we couldn't keep up with it. The problem was I was keeping compost for a while. I just couldn't convert it. It doesn't go fast enough. 
There's got to be something where you, I chop up broccoli stems and carrot peels and, and all the zucchini skin. We had a ton of... We were in a vegetable box for a while, so I had to like throw like a third of that away. Period. <laughs> Just whatever it was. Kale by the ton. Boom. <laughs> Compost that. <laughs> It wouldn't turn into anything fast enough. It just kept turning into more stinky food waste with roaches. That's because you've not got enough newspaper in it to dry it out. Oh. You sound like you do a lot of compost. I do do a bit of compost. <laughs> <laughs> I do happen to have a worm fungus. <laughs> well, we had, a, we had a worm circus. <laughs> yeah, how many head of worm do you run, Richard? I'd say about 2,000 head of worm. <laughs> Wow. Well, that was that was we had a, so many. She bought like a million worms, and then oh, it's about the worm we. It's not about the worms. It's about the we. I mean, the worms will work through the compost, mm. which they never did. <laughs> every day, a new layer of compost. Every day, the worms be like council worms. <laughs> <laughs> not my job. You should get on it, Larry. It's not my job, Kevin. You should do it. I'm still working on the one he gave us last week. Look, you put some paper in here, and I read an article suggesting we're not getting nearly enough. <laughs> being ripped off by the government, and they are probably shorting us on our superannuation. <laughs> we couldn't compost anything. The worms were terrible. Then the roaches, I thought that the roaches came. It just, it's, it just, and the Did you get the rats? Did you get the rats? The rats. Oh, the rats. Yeah. You live in a swamp or something, Tommy. Yeah, well, we live next to a river. Oh, yeah. A river is just a swamp that flows. <laughs> as soon as you have compost, you do have, they, yeah. they, and you can, you can build all this wire netting underneath it. You can mm. make it like a Starlug. Mm. You may Fort Knox, doesn't matter. They sort of abseil in and come in the top yeah. somehow. And oh, yeah. And then they came in the house. <laughs> it's very difficult. I, they're like, yeah. the, the most brazen rat I've ever seen in my life. I had a chocolate bar on a, on a pet, like a footstool. Sorry, what? You had a chocolate bar and a footstool. Well, you know, I had my footstool in front. Like, we don't have a coffee table, but I had like a... He likes to keep it comfortable, the chocolate. <laughs> Before he eats it. I should have said coffee table. And massage it. It's technically a footstool. He's a chucky wookie. Who's cool a good chucky wookie? What's the cool word for footstool? Bouvier. Uh, Ottoman. Uh, Ottoman. Ottoman. Ottoman, that's right. I had an empire at my feet. <laughs> and of course, being their emperor, I had an offering of the great cocoa from the exotic lands. And this rat came in. And usually they, they scatter. They uh, scatter like they're scared. This rat just walked in like he owned the place, upset with it. Hey, hey, who takes all the chocolate? <laughs> I grabbed my chocolate bar and just casually sauntered back off. What? Yeah, I'm going back to the worms. <laughs> Those guys party, man. <laughs> worms out a party. Doing in here. Mixing your chocolate with your feet. Now, the point is, um, I need to work at it. Mm. But, but yeah, I, I, blame, I blame digital media. Yeah. Because I don't get a newspaper anymore. <laughs> That's the so, problem. So I, that was my, my mistake. I was mixing it with my old laptop. Subscribe, <laughs> subscribe, subscribe. That's the lesson on Wheel of Death. I got it. Does he die? Does no. he die? No, no, no. no. He lives on, thank God, it's Friday. Tommy Dean, Gary Eck, Mandy Nolan on ABC Local Radio. Uh, Now, an Australian man, uh, upon seeing his wife being attacked by a shark last weekend, jumped off his surfboard, tackled the shark, then punched (laughs) the shark repeatedly in the nose until he let his wife go. Despite leg injuries, she's going to be fine, but not so the marriages of Australia with many now wondering whether their partners would be equally heroic as Mark Rapley, husband to Chantel. Do you think you would be, Gary? 
So you're saying if my wife was surfing and got attacked by a shark, that, you, that would be a bigger shock, to be honest. And you're safe. Wife. You're safely on a board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, would I would I jump yeah, in? What if yeah. she was shopping and got attacked by a shark? <laughs> <laughs> well, she probably would be getting attacked by a shark if she was shopping. I look. I you know, I'm definitely Richard. Definitely, I'd be there. I'd be like, I'm coming. I'm go- I just need to put some sunscreen on first, all right? I'll be there in a sec. I just, it's sunny outside, all right? Where is it? I can't hear you. You're flapping your arms. Where is it? In the bag. All right, I'm, I'm going to get it out of the bag now, okay? Where? What? I got it. I got it. I'm coming. Oh, my God, the water's so cold. I just ruined this. Oh, my God, it's freezing. Oh, my God. No, well, i got to get used to it. Wait a minute. i just got to get used to it. got to get used to it. Whoa, whoa. just got to drop my head. Oh, oh, my God, that's freezing. Oh, my God, I'm coming. I'm coming. I love you so much. Oh, where are, where are you? Where you've gone? And she would have done it herself. Yeah, she'd be on the shore going. She goes, oh, I just punched it. It's myself. fish and chips already, Gary. I've already got it. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm so worked up. I need an hour with Sarah Edelman. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think you'd come to? You know, Mandy, would you be the hero in in this circumstance? You know, you're on. Well, it's yeah, because I was I was I was sort of sort of contemplating that. And as a six foot tall woman, there's been very few times in my life where men haven't stood behind me, going, <laughs> "Can you do something?" <laughs> so, go on, Mandy, go on. get him. Could you just? I did have. I was trying to think back to a time. It was many boyfriends ago, and I had this one boyfriend. He was a little bit dodgy, and he'd done this kind of major. I won't go need great details, but let's just say he'd done the bit of a dirty on some fairly kind of shady people. Ended up with some money that he probably shouldn't have ended up with. Oh. Was worried they were going to probably do a hit on him. This is completely normal in Mullumbimby, but <laughs> yeah, it's right. not. So. He's really worried about it. So he used the money he got from whatever he did and he went away for four weeks and left me in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I only realised later, I went, actually, he went because he was worried. And if they were going to do something, they'd come here. I went, hang on, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I fought them off. Uh, <laughs> punched them, a couple of sharks, lone sharks. Did you get um, rid of the boyfriend after that? Oh, yeah, no, he was gone after yeah, that. Yeah. He didn't it's come not, back. A, not a good attitude. Yeah, we never heard from him again. Yeah. He just disappeared. <laughs> went up the, <laughs> no, went up the river did. with Glenn. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It is, well, I don't know. It is a, um, that is an amazing thing, though. Like, the way, so just punching a shark. Mm. Such Quite an true. Aussie it was, thing. Look, it was a two-metre shark. I'm, I'm in the, oh, it really <laughs> was like a little shark. I mean, there's a fine line between a hero and an idiot. He's no like, if he, if he dived in and the shark just turned and ate him. <laughs> Everyone would have gone, you idiot. Because it's not like Mick Fanning punched the shark. Yeah. Mick yeah, Fanning. he'd still be husband of the year, Husband though. of the year, yeah. But it was, yeah, it was, you know. The men's union is taking action against this man, by the way, for ruining mm. it for everyone else. Tommy Dean, do you think you'd... Um... Look, I'd like to, in my heart of hearts, believe that I would. But I have a bad habit of sometimes just pointing things out as opposed to acting. Mm-hmm. So I have a terrible feeling that, you know, I'd see her struggling. You know, they don't like it when you put your leg in their mouth. <laughs> You don't like that at all. <laughs> You're just going to piss him off. Quit bugging him. You're encouraging it. Yeah. yeah, I told you it was dangerous. Told you we shouldn't. Why are we out here? I hate the beach. I said, let's sit at the boardwalk and eat chips. <laughs> but no. But no, we got to go out in the water. Are you, are you scared of sharks? Like, I've got a friend who swims the bay. Like, swimming the mm. bay is a big thing. And she swims with another friend of mine. And the other friend didn't realise till recently. She said, because she said, if you see a shark, she she said, um, would would you tell me? And she, my friend said, no, I wouldn't tell you. And she goes, because then you'll just die in fear. 
So she's better not she's to know. She's a Buddhist, and she said, "No, yeah. I'll just let you be taken." Basically, oh. like, wouldn't you just tell your friend that? Well, you, you reckon the Buddhist wouldn't punch the shark because that's another life? No, form? no, she said mm. she wouldn't. She'd just let them go. They'd both go. And my friends, other friends, said she was a little bit feeling unsafe now swimming with her because <laughs> she sees the shark. They're just going to go. But no you punching. never see a shark coming. That's the whole point. That's why sharks are so good. They don't come at you going, here I am. Mm. Yeah, no, like killer whales. Those guys are so yeah, showy. Just, yeah, show them. Leaping up, doing parallel. Doing that little thing. Here I am. But to be fair, this is very specific uh, because you, I, I was taken to see Jaws when I was seven by a babysitter mm. that hated me. <laughs> and I have never been to the beach since. Uh, so, <laughs> so specifically, I would never be in this situation. Yeah. But the most common, the one I was just thinking of it just now, my wife and I played uh, in a mixed netball competition uh, years ago. Uh, my one year of mixed netball competition. And during one game, uh, there was a, a young man on the other team uh, that kept roughly contacting her, which is very much against the rules of mm. netball. Yeah. But he was constantly coming in and with shouldering her. And, and then on the last, he bumped her, bumped her. She was complaining. And then he literally knocked her down. <gasps> and then me and him, it was, I've never been in a fight in my life. And the closest I came to it was on the court of a netball, oh, that's so <laughs> indoor netball stadium, as me and this guy, I switched out, put me on wing defense, I'm going to have a word with him, and then suddenly me and him were shoulders and elbows, and, and you know, I don't normally... Was that goal defense come going that for angry. wing attack? No, I was. I switched up into wing defense so I'd have more more thirds to work with. <laughs> you had the whole I was court. limited. I was playing shooter at the time because of my height, but I was limited. <laughs> I was limited to the circle. But then I got some range and yeah. then he felt my anger. <laughs> felt the range. And I mostly use my deep voice for humorous inflection, but I'll tell you, when I put my angry voice on, people wow. know. Oh, people know. Yeah, so if you, you could just use your angry voice Oh, I use my angry voice. Yeah, I use it for the shark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and did he realise the error of his ways? Oh, yeah, sorry, mate. Oh, sorry, mate. I didn't realise. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, that's, you what had that's what I thought, mate. Yeah. And I got to use that one too. Mm, yeah. mate. I think it's virtually as good as leaping off your board into an ocean and uh, tackling a shark. Yeah. I think it's virtually as good. Oh, it's the same. Yeah. I can't tell the difference. Those two stories are so <laughs> identical. Well, because you Why wasn't Tommy on all the front pages? Exactly. What you have to remember is not only am I six foot three with an imposing size, but I had a bib on. Yeah. <laughs> I know the And my bib said WD. They always, they, they always got witnesses to that. Oh, mate, you just went in there, you had this big bib on, and you just gave the guy a really yeah. hard time. It was yeah. Tommy, he's a legend. Right. <laughs> Seven. I think it's scrunchy. He had a scrunchy. Yeah, you can have a fight, but you had to be two two feet away. Seven. Yeah. Is <laughs> One meter. Like this. One meter. Oh, I was in his face. Seven six is the time. Uh, uh, winners and losers of the week in a second. But mm. this week saw the cancellation of many of the coming of age events that mark the end of school speech night, the school formal, even Gold Coast schoolies is banned for those from down south. So, considering your experience of these things, should this cohort of Year Twelves be miserable? that they're missing out on all of this or rather relieved, Mandy? I think it's really sad for them because they haven't got anything. Like you just don't have the, you know, because we get a lot of them where I live. Like we have a lot of them and it's, you know, they don't have those kind of memories to look back on the photos, the videos, the kind of moments of horror, you know, the being pushed home in a trolley. I mean, they're, they're mm. moments in your life. You may never go that the low. The trench foot from camping in Mullumbimby. Yeah, mm. exactly. Like, and, and looking forward to all year. Like, I got so sick of, you know, I feel, I, you know, because that's, that's what gets them through the HSC. The thought of that ridiculous car they're going to arrive at in the formal mm. where their parents have spent every bit of money <laughs> that they own so they could arrive 
to their own <laughs> yeah. school. In a stretch in a, limo. You know, everyone's yeah. lined up waiting for kids to arrive yeah. in cars they'll never own. Um, <laughs> it's the weirdest <laughs> thing to watch getting out. But I, I do think it's a little bit. They, won't, they haven't got the gap yet. Have they? They've missed. That's the next thing they have mm. now is the gap year. They've just... But were these things any good for you? I never had a gap year. Did you have a school at school formal? No, I went to school in Kingaroy. You didn't have a school... No, there was no school formal. I think we finished and went to a, the Chinese restaurant in Kingaroy. <laughs> yeah, but you'd have had peanuts on your, you know... <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty well. There was... I don't ever remember that being... It's kind of something that's grown into mm-hmm. um, to something. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way you'd go Did to, you remember yours, Gay? Yeah, I mean, I agree with um, Mandy. I mean, mine was quite tragic because uh, formals are really about just, you know, dressing up and, and you know, and taking your photos with your friends and asking someone who's not remotely interested in you, who you think is, to mm-hmm. go there. And then and there are a lot of them to choose from. Yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. And then looking back 20 years later and having your kids go, oh my God, what were you I thinking, know. Dad? What were you wearing? Because I wore, a, I wore a, like a white tuxedo, a oh white tuxedo with a, with a pink bow tie. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. And then... <laughs> And then I'm standing next to my three knobhead mates that are also wearing white tuxedos. We all got the same. Yeah. With a white stretch. Yeah, see, that's gorgeous. It's like you, it's you a, get to look back when you're just an idiot. An idiot. And you go, my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> but at the time, you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm so cool. Well, yeah, mine was powder blue, the same. Powder blue. That's oh, powder that. blue. It was only blue. two, really. It was white or blue. What do you want, mate? Yeah, blue. Blue. White. And I wore, and I wore white, white, white runners. <laughs> Pink white, bow tie? White Adidas. White Adidas. Oh. What's the bow tie? So you could play netball afterwards straight away, I bet. <laughs> oh, just because, you know, that's what the cool kids do. You know, we wore yeah. suits, but we were always comfortable with ourselves. Mm. We knew that the shoes were worse about. <laughs> Plus, I can't walk in dress shoes. I would have died. <laughs> <laughs> Who were the winners and losers of the week? Mandy Nolan. Well, I had the loser um, was an Aldi shopper in the UK who found um, the face of Jesus on a potato. And it really did look like the face of Jesus. And she took a photograph and then she ate the potato. <laughs> and I kind of thought she should have kept it. No, no, no. If, you'd have, made a, if you'd have made a poultice out of that potato. <laughs> she you'd have, yeah. a Jesus potato poultice. Yeah. It, it said quite clearly in the scriptures, eat of my body. He was yeah. exactly what Jesus would have wanted. <laughs> and, and the winner, I reckon, is that fabulous lady, Jean, who hit 102, I think, this week, who survived all the world wars and two pandemics now. Yeah. Um, oh, she is wow, just yeah. pushing on. And she said it did slow her down a little bit. She can't do quite as much. But she's turned 102. She's been... <laughs> In the COVID. She gives us hope. She's the winner. Gary, who's the winner and loser? Uh, I've, I'm, I've got the flu vaccine as my winner. Um, the right. hope. The, the hope, hope is mm. going to be free, which is fantastic, which is always a catch. There's always a catch when something's free. I think it's mm. ever free. I mean, you know, the catch is you probably catch COVID when you get the flu vax, but... Um, yeah, and it's probably like a 24-month subscription. Yeah. Can you leave the anti-vaxxer stuff to someone from Mum and Bimby? Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll, they'll take care of it. They'll <laughs> fix oh, it. Worry, because it, it's, it's always like, because they, they're apparently saying that you might have to get two shots. So yeah, they, yeah. I think that's the catch. You get the first one's free, and then you're like, ooh, you want the second one? Ooh, that's like $10,000, Yeah, 000, and that's got the 5G man. in it. Yeah. That's got the 5G <laughs> chip. chip. Yeah, it's got the chip. Yeah, yeah, that one makes you fly. Do you because know, everyone's been having, protesting up there, but not many people were turning up because they were living in areas with no coverage. So had they had the 5G, more <laughs> they people would have, would have turned it. They up. would have known about it, yeah. Catch-22. Uh, so it was oh, the... And, and the lo- loser, loser is uh, Trump. Because finally the Democratic Party is finally giving it to Trump, which is they're calling him a loser. Mm. And Trump's been pretty quiet, and I think he's admitting that he's a bit of a loser. Mm. I'm a great loser, great loser. Everyone knows <laughs> it. I've got loser friends. Lots of, them. <laughs> lots of loser friends. That's lots, yeah. of, lots of loser friends. Know, my big loser of the week is uh, just happening is Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon <laughs> yeah. gets arrested for fraud on all the things. Everything about it is... Beautiful. He's on a yacht 
He's being called out because allegedly he stole money from a, a fund to build the wall. And he was arrested by United States postal workers. <laughs> Is that right? I didn't yes. read that. <laughs> the USPS investigative service, because it's a f- mail fraud. Yeah, so yeah. So their, their investigation wing totally brought him down. So he was brought down by the post office, <laughs> which they're trying to bring down. But which Trump is trying to get rid of, yeah. Who was the winner in. if he's the loser? And the hope. Though. He's the winner. He's winner for the joy of it. But the winner is the other DNC is so much new excitement uh, coming out of there, but mostly because it means my brother has a job. So, yeah, Tommy's brother works here, generally works for the Secret Service, yeah, protecting the president. He is currently yeah. he swept uh, he swept the DNC for bugs. Does he tell you stuff? Does does he go, oh, you're not going to believe what happened. Yeah, he does, but I can't tell you. He's, mm. Yeah, yeah he don't worry, you're you're keep safe on radio. <laughs> no one's listening. But, but he's, he's worked for the various first ladies, for Michelle, and for you know. But that was his yeah. job for years. Was to actually because Joe Biden used to live uh, when he was the vice president with Obama. Uh, he lived on the naval base, and it was my brother's job to pick him up and take him to work. Wow, should you even know this though? Well, yeah, to pick the vice president. It up. It took you know eight cars and twenty four guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's an extensive job to pick the VP job. up. Please thank Tommy Dean, Gary Eck, and Mandy Nolan. Thank you. Thank you. All. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being part of. Thank God it's Friday. Next week, Tommy will be back alongside Colin Buchanan and Gene Kitson. Music from David Campbell. Until then, I'm Richard Glover. And thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday.